0: Hi everyone, thanks for listening to Teacher Be Taught. I'm Otney, and I'm here to share with you my teaching journey, but more specifically, my student teaching experience. This semester, I have had the awesome opportunity to student teach in a fourth grade math class, and I have loved it. I teach four rotations of only math, so I have a SPED inclusion class, ESL class, all general ed class, and our homeroom, a GT class. This episode, we will be focusing on a bullying experience that happened this week in my Homeroom GT class. Before we get started, I do wanna preference that due to the safety and privacy of the students and staff I work with, all the names have been changed for the sake of this episode. I also wanna mention that everything said in this episode stems from my personal experience and observation, so I'm not saying it's the wrong or right way to do it. With that, I hope you enjoy this episode and can learn from my experiences. Let's jump in. Due to these suspicions and Dalton's guilty behavior of just being wide-eyed and looking around the room and not really saying anything, Mrs. K suspected him as the offender. So with that, we have suspect number one. By then, it was time to do our final rotation of the day, so our homeroom ended up coming to our room and Mrs. K shared her suspicion with my CT, Ms. F and I. We decided to compare the handwriting of the note with Dalton's last spelling test to see if they matched. They didn't, but we were still wanting to keep an eye on Dalton because anything could happen. Later in the class, the counselors arrived and asked to speak with our class. They gathered them together on the floor. Everybody sat together with the counselors in the front. And the counselor began by saying, I think we all know about the mean notes that were given in our class. I know how I feel about them, but I want to know how y'all feel. Students were able to raise their hands and share how they felt bad for Penelope and how it would have made them feel. And I thought this was an excellent way to practice empathy and just put a positive twist on this just sad situation. Um, After that... The counselor asked the students to raise their hand if they had ever had someone say something mean to them or be rude or have ever been in a situation where they were being bullied. In response, everybody raised their hands except a group of boys in the back. Suspects number two, three, four, and five. How could you have not had an experience being bullied unless I don't know maybe you're the bully y'all my detective clue escape room brain was going i watched these boys as they chose not to participate in the conversations not show an ounce of empathy and even make side conversations during the talk like did i just catch the criminals um so then the counselors were now transfer or transitioning to focus on the suspect And by that, I mean they were trying to have the students show empathy to the suspect knowing that they were in that room. She said, I bet whoever is the one who did this feels scared that maybe y'all won't accept them anymore. And I thought this was an important aspect of the conversation to have. A lot of times in the heat of situations, it's easy to want to hate or want to be revengeful. But it's important to remind students that... Whoever did this, um, like, they made a mistake, and we all make mistakes. A little girl about that time named Emma even raised her hand to share, and she said, I bet whoever did this won't do it again, because everyone knows now. And that's when Penelope stood up and blurted out. There was a second note with a name on it, but I couldn't read it because it was scratched out and I even had to ask someone to read it. Now, something y'all need to know is that Penelope has a beautiful, quirky personality. So this like new exclamation was nothing short of her quirky personality and she also is dyslexic. So it made sense that she struggled to read a fourth grader's handwritten note as well as a fourth grader's handwritten note of their name crossed out. As we were trying to transition um in like through the counselor's chat to the suspect, Dalton, suspect number one, raises his hand and admits it was me, wide-eyed and all. I mean every student's head whipped around to him, my CT and my face like just dropped, like our jaws hit the counter of the table. And the counselors were, like, smiling nervously because none of us expected something quite like that. And that's when Dalton, just, like, once all the attention was on him, he clarified. I mean, I was the one who read the notes to Penelope, not not the one who wrote them. This totally made sense. She asked him for help to read because he was the closest one sitting to her in her backpack. No wonder he's interested in who the suspects are because he's the one most involved in the case other than Penelope herself. Like, he's been there from the very beginning. So everything made sense for Dalton, suspect number one. If he wasn't knocked off the list from his mismatched handwriting, he was completely off it now. After the meeting with the counselors, Penelope dug through her backpack and recovered the second note. So recently in the fourth grade, we have been having a lot of issues with students writing and passing notes. Up to this point, nothing terrible has been written on them, but it's more of something we are just trying to do away with, just because most of it happens during class, so disrupting learning. And we're also just trying to be proactive about any drama that can possibly spur from Such notes. Um, And speaking of drama from notes, that's exactly what happened this week. Now, it was brought to our attention on Thursday that a little girl named Penelope in our homeroom GT class received a note that was left in her backpack. That note was incredibly, horrifically rude and targeted towards her. In fact, the note that was turned into us read, To Penelope, eat, poop, and die. Just hurtful, painful words. And I don't know if you all have had any conversations with elementary school students lately, but their, like, bad word vocabulary isn't all that developed yet. So when a student says, eat, poop, and die, that's probably the most, like, horrific, insulting thing they can think of. So it was really disappointing to know that it came from someone in my class. Um, After the news of the note had been discovered by teachers, the GT class was in science and during that time the science teacher Mrs. K sent Penelope out of the room to read a book. She then gave each student a piece of paper and explicit directions to write their name and any information they knew about the note's But if they didn't know anything, they were just to write their name. Then she had each student turn in their paper. After she looked through them, she found that a little boy named Dalton didn't follow the directions. Later, he came up to her and asked if any potential suspects were found. He also is a student who sits directly next to Penelope and has easy access to her backpack. Talk about suspicious. And that one said, you are weird, uncool, and rude to Penelope from scratched out name. So my CT and I were analyzing the note and held it up to the light and we made out the letters M-A-S-O-N. One of the boys in the group of boys not participating, how mm, not surprising. But then we thought some more on it. Y'all, how stupid do you have to be to write a rude note to a specific person, write your name on it, scratch it out, And still give it. Like, that doesn't make sense. So just to be sure, we double-checked Mason's handwriting with the notes. And it was not a match. So we are dealing with a GT framer. Like, this person knows what they are doing. At the end of the day, we received a tip from another student in our class named Katie. And she told Mrs. K that at recess that day, her friend Emma had shared that she was the one who wrote the note. Emma said that she was going to tell a teacher, but tomorrow, so Friday, and not that Thursday, so today, the day we were dealing with it. With that, we had suspect number six, Emma. And Katie begged Mrs. K not to tell that she was the one who told, which we agreed to keep her anonymous. However, this was just the information we needed. So we compared Emma's spelling tests and writing assignments with the notes, and it was a hit. Her M's, O's, and Y's gave her away. So unfortunately, Emma was absent on Friday, so I guess just sick from a guilty conscience, I really don't know. But we haven't been able to have any closure to this fourth grade mystery. But... I'll try to keep you all updated in next week's podcast of what goes down this week with that situation. I just thought it was really interesting and wanted to share it with you all and it's kind of something different from the normal podcast episodes I've done. But that brings us to the end of the story of our little fourth grade GT framer nasty note mystery. Thanks everyone for listening and I hope you enjoyed all I had to share this week. Some teaching updates would include attending achievement meetings, where we selected three students per class who struggle academically to bring up during this meeting to determine resources and support needed for them. Also, coming up, I have my second observation this Tuesday, which I'm hoping to do another collaborative episode with the student teachers on my campus, so stay tuned for that. I hope you'll have an awesome week. And I'll see y'all next time on Teacher Be Taught.